Welcome to episode 172 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPod, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How you doing, Warren? I'm still here. Um, haven't really left this uh, seat since we... Yeah, I think you were here last podcast. week in that same seat, but... Yeah, that, no, this is where this is where I'm going to be until Monday, so... All right. Getting out on Monday, I think, glad, is my point. Glad so. you're feeling better, though. And uh, we have back on the show, always glad to have her, Kelly Gamont. How are you doing, Kelly? I'm doing well, David. How are you? I'm doing great. Glad you're here. We have uh, so much stuff to talk about. There's always stuff to talk about <laughs> in the world of Apple. Um, yeah, we just got some news. iOS 15 keeps rolling on and uh, lots of changes there. And uh, we'll talk about the iPhone and uh, the iPad mini. And uh, there's I've got some iOS 15 tips, uh, t- time permitting here. But uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and just dump a drive, dive right in and see what's going dump, on out dump, there. Dump, not dump, dump right but in, dive right in here. So, um, <laughs> so let's, go, let's go to the first story here. The first story here is on Mac Rumors. Uh, new AirPods Pro firmware enables conversation boost. And they tell you how to turn it on. Uh, it's, uh, it was the 4A400 was the, uh, for the second generation iPod, iPod, AirPods and AirPods Pro and the AirPods Max. Uh, on the AirPods Pro, they updated and uh, uh, enables a new conversation boost feature that Apple previewed at WWDC earlier this year. Uh, Apple says the conversation boost is designed to help people with mild hearing challenges to stay more connected in conversations. Uh, the features is the AirPods Pro beaming, forming microphones to boost the volume and talk to the person in front of you, uh, making it easier to listen to a face-to-face conversation. And there's also an option to reduce ambient noise, which is cool. Um, let me go through and how, how you actually turn that on. Um, and uh, the, the, it's been interesting. Actually, I think it's been interesting to see with AirPods in general, just the, the, the firmware release and updates have been just a little crazy. Don't you think, Kelly? Well, it's been a little bit rapid fire the last few weeks. It seems like we've had a number of them. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I have sort of liked about it is that um, like in general, we we've been able to uh, they've been able to add quite a bit of stuff uh, yeah. just by updating firmware in those, which I think is kind of nice. So I, I do appreciate that um, in those. But I think uh, like the thing I don't like about it is that I don't have it, it's all magic. I don't get the opportunity to go like it's out, go update them and like be done with it or like yeah. manually go and check like I can with the software for my phone or for my computer. Like, let me just go look and see if there's an update and make sure that what I'm running is the latest version. And I wish I had that sort of capability because um, put them near, put, put your AirPods in the case and put it near your phone and wait is not a solution that I like. <laughs> yeah. No. No, that definitely isn't. But, but I'm I'm liking some of the new features. Uh, also, Find My uh, is now finally enabled with this. Find with My this is a thing, yeah. Is a thing now. So now that's finally uh, been updated. So uh, they have that available. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I, I actually was uh, using um, the AirPods Pro with my Apple TV uh, here the other day, watching. Uh, um, the morning show and for and Ted Lasso uh, and the spa, spatial audio, which I was just turning my head around, like, 
wow, where where am I here? It, it is it is phenomenal the sound uh, with the, with that, and then you put it in, uh, and, and you and you and you put it in noise cancellation mode. It's just even more phenomenal. You just you really just let you just watch the show and give you it, it immerses you in it. Um, so I'm not, I'm glad to see some more updates, and I'm glad to see that they're staying updated because you know it's not not very exactly cheap to buy a pair of these every so often here mm-hmm. so um warren what do you think of this of these airpods updates yeah well first i i watched um use the apple tv to watch uh hbo max our yeah. doom patrol um uh, the nice. episodes, which I, I like um and uh yeah i don't i don't remember if i actually got the spatial audio from the hbo max app on the apple tv or not but it sounded great with the airpods so i was happy um yeah no it's good um you know i still love my airpods a lot Me too. And the um and the the only thing i'll probably mention is the uh uh the conversation boost is different than what they had previous but they did have something where the they did have a similar thing where the conversation boost was through I believe the phone, if the phone heard mm-hmm. the conversation, it amplified it into your ears and they had that for their hearing aid. And of course, a big joke was people leaving their phones in conference rooms and leaving and seeing what happened. So, um, so this is, uh, you're saying this is different, right? This is actually through the AirPods right. microphone itself going into your earphones, which is really cool. I think it was also something specific with like the motion of your head. So like, you know, right. you're trying to, you're like, you're trying to hear the waiter standing over here so if you turn your head toward the waiter with your airpods in like it's like semi-directional too so like the person who's talking in your direction it will pick that up and then be able to i feel like that has to be related to spatial audio like being able to figure out the source and do computation around that to make it come towards you so i i i think i think that probably had something to do with it but i um it, it comes looks in handy. Super I mean, cool. Yeah. yeah, even if you're not that hard of hearing, and there's a lot of situations where oh yeah, it, it could just still come in a it lot handy. Comes, comes in handy, handy. be able to hear. Yeah. So, so uh, just yeah. check it out. Uh, you uh, you you can uh, uh, eventually the upgrade will go through. So you don't for those who don't like to mess around <laughs> with the the forcing mm-hmm. the updates. Uh, you you mm-hmm. can just go into the as it says in this article. It says uh, you can go to the settings app, general about, and tap AirPods and look for the version number and the firmware versions in there. So, uh, but you'll eventually get it. It does push, and, and, and mm-hmm. most of us are patient, but some want it right away. So, but the other thing I would mention is to look in there at the other options that are available to you because there's a whole like configuration situation for your AirPods when they're connected. Right. And if you go look at them in settings under Bluetooth and go to like info, I think it is, um, there's all kinds of things you can configure there. And uh, it seems like every month or so, I will mention to somebody like, well, if you don't like that, it does that every time you touch them, you can make that double tap instead. And what are you talking about? And like, yeah, suddenly like I'm a witch because I knew there was this secret <laughs> settings panel somewhere. So that's right. I feel, so I want to point out like that's a thing that you can totally do, and it's awesome because like anything that you know, if you spend a couple of minutes and fix it once, like it can do a lot to make them a lot easier to use and a lot more convenient. Absolutely. All right, let's go on to the next story. Uh, Mac rumors Apple is crediting the three percent daily cash to Apple Card users who experienced issues with their iPhone thirteen uh, iPhone thirteen purchase. 
that's me uh back on launch day iphone 13 a number of apple card users including myself had difficulties placing orders for their devices with many of those ultimately resorting to a different form of payment in order to ensure that their orders through went through and guarantee that i got it on friday which i did yes and lots of complaints about that well a lot, a lot of shared uh, complaints with there with uh, macrum readers and others and uh and apparently apple decided yeah that might be a good idea to do that well it didn't come through and i got impatient because it was over two weeks since that happened so i resorted i resorted to calling um calling them and then when people said I, they had no idea what i was talking about i said this, this this social media was saying this is happening i have no idea so then then i resorted to go to social media i went on twitter and and uh, t- tweeted it tweeted it to goldman sachs and to apple card and to apple and uh, uh, miraculously it said they stay they got back to me and so eventually what happened was i got to a supervisor and then supervisor took care of it and then a few days later i got the email <laughs> so but <laughs> oh, 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 overall, you might, have, you, you might have convinced them to uh, to do it. So, uh, could have like you, Pittsburgh, uh, uh, I could have. We don't want that. We don't want that Twitter pressure. Again, I mean, so you know, it wasn't a lot of money. Granted, you know, because I was only charging the tax in the first payment or the first one, one or two payments, so it was a small amount. So it was like four bucks. But it's the principle of it. I mean, you, I, I didn't sure. want. I wanted to use the Apple Card. Then I had to go to to Citizens mm-hmm. One and change my payment card because, you know, I want I want the three yeah. percent every every month. I'm getting. I'm getting charged for it. So, um, so I mean, it happens. Things, things happen. It just, it's unfortunate. It seems like Apple since, uh, at least the Apple card, uh, seems they've been having some issues lately uh, with that. So, but I think the thing to consider on that one is that, um, it's, I don't know that Apple, like, I feel like Apple's not the bottleneck here. I feel like Goldman Sachs hasn't had to deal with credit on this scale because if there's one thing Apple has been able to do in the last seven, however many years, uh, I don't remember, uh, since the first iPhone, um, if there's one thing that Apple has been able to do effectively, that is make sure that they have every possible avenue available in order for people to give them money. Right. And that's why, like, you can buy it from the carrier. You can buy it from Apple. You can buy it in a store. You can order it ahead of time. You can buy it in a box with a fox. Like, <laughs> they've done everything they can to make sure that you can get one from them. So I, I feel like in this case, it has to be that Goldman Sachs was, like, what tipped over in this whole process. It seems it. They hadn't, they hadn't had the number of Apple Card holders and the number of pre-orders at the same time like this before. They've had issues before. Apple's yeah. you know, ordering system has certainly had issues before. Yes. Um, but this definitely smells like a Goldman Sachs issue. But this is, um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I was like, it was 20 after 7 Central Time. I was like, I'm not going to get this order in. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? i got to have this phone. <laughs> so I had pulled out my Amazon Visa card, which I had, and I put the card card number in, and it went through. So I was like, uh at least I got the. Yeah. I got it. I, 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 I got, I got the my payment, baby. Thank you. <laughs> the payment processor had no problem processing your payment. Right. Because as soon as you fed it a different number, it was fine. It was fine. It was Goldman Sachs. I use my, I, I my Amex. Uh, I woke up in the morning, used the Amex, uh, and went right through. Um, yeah, it, 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 you're right. I didn't even think of that. That, that does prove that it, that it was definitely Goldman Sachs. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Apple. So. Well, it's over, and we've got our iPhones, and we'll, we'll, and we'll move on. That's old news now. Some of us. Yeah. Um, 
Next story. This is uh, Gold Mac Rumors. Uh, Google's to fix the bug that disables Safari AMP search results on iOS 15 devices. A bug in iOS 15 and app, iPad OS 15 is uh, preventing uh, Safari from loading the AMP links for Google search results. But the issue is not intentional, and Google's preparing for a fix that's set to be released in the near future. Uh, and the developer p- posted a blog about this. If anybody isn't familiar with AMP is, I, I think it's the most annoying thing there ever is known to man. Uh, basically, it's a search search result that uh, keeps you in Google's world but but uh, give, brings you to the website and you have a URL and uh, and I, I, I there there is an app out there that uh, actually our friend Jeff Gamut uh, 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 turned us turned me on to it and others on another show um, called uh, Amplosion that uh, is a plugin mm-hmm. for iOS 15 that tells AMP to go away. <laughs> and, and, and so, uh, so this, I, I, I never understood why app, uh, Google has to do this and it's annoying, but uh, I guess it is what it is. Um, what do you think, Kelly? They don't have to. That's the first thing. <laughs> this is true. It's totally their decision to do this. they've actively made this decision Uh, I too think it's terrible and uh, I was going to joke that you are reporting that like it's a bad thing that those AMP pages don't work (laughs) no it's not it's really not that big a deal or not not that big a problem I'll say Um, and I I find them frustrating and hard to use and hard to navigate like if I want to follow a link from the page that gets loaded from AMP like Everything's weird and not everything works quite like it should. And it all sort of feels like there's something wrong with my phone or something wrong with uh, the website when really there's nothing wrong with the website. It's just AMP, being AMP. And uh, I find it frustrating and uh, I wish that they would knock it off. And I would like to think that maybe there would be um, some, some sort of, uh, notice of the fact that like the I think it's like the number one paid app in the store or it was at one point yeah um because it's like a three dollar app or something yeah, that makes it so that you can and so like so I feel like given Google's like deep inner need for quantifying everything that they should be looking at that like people are paying good money to make amp pages go away yeah. that should tell us something about the experience of using an AMP page. Absolutely. So I, I really, I, I would like to think that that's a thing that's going to happen. I have absolutely no faith that it will. I just right. hope that it does. Hope so too. So, yeah. And uh, Warren, in your blurry face and of, those, of you being on video, uh, what do you think? mother. Is that why you're stuck in the basement? Because you keep going out of focus? Yeah. I guess so. Oh, you're better. Go ahead. What do you think, Gordon? Yeah, no, I just mm-hmm. have to stop and start my camera. Um, no, I have no opinion on that, but I didn't notice it uh, at all. So it didn't bother me, obviously, because I didn't even know it. Yeah, well, yeah. I quit going to those, those. I actively avoid them where I can right. uh, until I, I got this app. So, yeah, so it hasn't bothered me either. All right, and then um, this is from Tech Radar. Ten years of Siri. It's been ten years ago this this week that the Siri was uh, really was uh, released out in the wild, and somehow, yes, it's been ten years since that happened. October 20, 2011. It was integrated on the uh, the, the iPhone 4S. So we have to wish Siri a happy. The S is for Siri. And that, yes, it was. That's what we thought, anyway. And now, and now it stands for subpar. <laughs> well, that's what they told us. Mm-hmm. Um, time, so. 
and uh yeah there was they're, they're just talking about the history of siri and uh what what's been uh what, what it came from and where it came from and who does the voice uh, i know there was the woman's name was susan bennett and i think we, she was a voiceover mm-hmm. artist um and and yeah, we go through what 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 was it like that Siri was ten years ago? We we all thought it was really cool, but then it started to be really bad um, because mm-hmm. it just was not very accurate. But I think it's ten years; it's come a long way. It's gotten a lot better uh, over the years. I mean, it still still has its moments, and we'll see where it goes. But uh, I think yeah. Apple was smart uh, putting in place. Uh, what do you think, Kelly? Yeah, um, I like it, and the thing like. It's sort of weird because the thing that I always have it mixed up with is um, like we got the 4S the day before Steve passed away because those were right right next to each other. And so like that's kind of like that's always sort of a thing that I think about Um, earlier this summer. uh, If I if I may do a little advertising, um, I did an episode of Daily Observations where I talked to Dan Morin from Macworld and Six Colors about uh, about the evolution of the voice assistant. It's still really hard for me to say her name. <laughs> and, yes, lady. <laughs> um, yeah, I always have to say yes, lady. Um, and we talked about how it doesn't seem like she has evolved over time the way some of the other things have evolved over time. Like if you look at um, maps after we've had, you know, after a significant amount of time at maps, like maps has gotten a lot better than it used to be. And uh, you know, different, like other different technologies that Apple has rolled out, like they've gotten a lot better over time. And it doesn't, it feels like Siri has had small incremental updates and improvements, but never really got to like 2.0, which was kind of what Dan was talking about, which is why I had him on the show to, to chat with me. Um, and it's so like in, in certain ways she's gotten better, but in other ways it doesn't seem like it's evolved quite enough. And I think part of that is probably user expectation because we think everything that's going to come out of Apple is going to be amazing right out of the gate. And like once the novelty wore off of talking to your phone Mm -hmm. and not having it be a phone call that was responding to you, but like your phone itself was telling you things, which was super great. Like that was novel and cool and interesting. But then when you started wanting to rely on it for stuff, it wasn't doing quite as good a job as we wanted it to. And so I think that's where it came from is like, everybody says it sucks because everybody wants it to be amazing we all want you know i'm trying to think of a good robot assistant off the top of my head and i can't pick one so you know everybody everybody wants like the super awesome ai robot assistant you know to plug another podcast like everybody wants you know a nice westworld robot that's like superhuman and super sentient and able to do all kinds of stuff and tell you these things and and that's not what we have yet and i think that's part of why people sort of um so I think that's why sometimes it doesn't get enough credit for being what it is and what it does. And um, I know that as an assistant, it doesn't do quite as well as some of the other ones. But I also know that um, uh, Siri doesn't know anything about me the way no. the other ones would if I was using those. So uh, I feel like for me, that's a fair trade. So and I would ask I would ask her to open the pod bay doors all the time because everybody had got a kick of what the what the, the what the remark yes. is and then and then also asking what zero divided by zero is and then and how and how hook how cookie monster can't cook count his cookies so um so there's always been some fun things with with Siri but mm-hmm. also also some very practical things as well so I think uh it'll yeah. continue to evolve uh Warren, do you have any other thoughts about Siri before we move on yeah, just kind of made me remember after before the ten years they they did have the voice. It, it was uh, it wasn't it was before Siri and it, they had a voice uh, 
command thing that you could use. Yeah. Um, even like I think from the iPhone two on, right? It was a uh, well, you would push it. It would just make a noise. Go, and then you would yeah, uh, vo- like voiceover. Like you could use voiceover, voiceover. on iOS was, really early on. It wasn't voiceover. Yeah. It was a voice. It was uh, voice commands. It wasn't. Oh, okay. Siri, you were able to use voice commands. That was yeah. before Siri. Yeah. Uh, so when Siri came out, it was kind of a whole new thing. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know you you know Kelly mentioned some of the other you know the Amazon thing out of the gate just work better, even whether it knew anything about you or not. If you ask it, you know, temperature or timers and things like that, it worked better. Um, I find my, my main frustration with Siri is that half the time it just doesn't work. It just says, um, I can't do that right now or, or something hmm. like that. Um, you know, or, or I had a problem communicating with something. Um, but to be fair, I don't really use the Amazons or anything really that often either. Yeah. So, you know, I, a lot of times, unfortunately I find it more effective just to go to the phone and do what I need to do rather than talking to it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think part of that is the approach because um, when we initially got Siri, it was the companion to your phone. And so it was always going to rely on the screen. Like I've pulled up those web results for you or, you know, whatever. And the other two assistants didn't start that way they started as voice assistants so like it was a long time before you got an echo device with a screen but you for a long time you could buy echo devices without screens that would work and that would be awesome because they never they were never meant to pull up a display for you and show you the results that you were looking for if it couldn't do anything else it always had to be able to give you something so what we got like by itself you know like if you put like when you put Siri in a HomePod mini, like that's the thing that like, that's the first time that it's been a disembodied voice and didn't have a screen to fall back on. And I think that, I think that's part of why it didn't evolve quite like it could have HomePod. at the time. Not yeah. the mini, the so, HomePod. And the HomePod too. Well, even yeah. original HomePod, like, yeah, there was no screen for, for it to interact with or anything like that. So I think, right. um, like, it a, seems like, I mean, but that was a big frustration is like, you know, again, when you said, you know, who, who shot, you know, whoever JR in 20, 1920 or whatever, it, it says, this is what I found on the web. So you end up right. pulling up your phone anyways. And usually it brought up some kind of bad web result that I was getting from mm. uh, a Wolf, Wolfman Alpha. Wolfram, Wolfram Alpha. Wolfram yeah. Alpha, right. Who changed so, his name to Wolfman Alpha for October <laughs> when he's on Twitter. <laughs> Wolfman Jack Alpha. Anyhow, so, I mean, you know, I'm glad that it, it's still improving and, you know, hopefully... Yeah. And, and that rumored uh, that rumored screened uh, HomePod never really came to fruition. No, nope. you know, maybe one day that will uh, come come around. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, mostly, mostly I use mine to turn on lights, like set stuff around the house, like smart home commands. Mm-hmm. Far and away, that's the thing I say to her to her the most. Um, and then uh, we had Echo devices for for a long time at my house because. Um, there was a point where there was an echo. It was like the second generation echo or something. And Mr. Kelly looked at me and went, is Apple ever going to make one of these? And I went, and at that point, the answer was good Lord. No. Why? So I went, no, I really don't think like if they are, it's not anytime soon. And he goes, well, if (laughs) I can take it back to Best Buy in 30 days, if I hate it. So he brought one home and it never left. And so then we got a couple more and then, um, uh, I got a HomePod mini for my birthday last year. I remember. And um, 
was very exciting for me and uh, set it up and like used it for things, set everything up to work through HomeKit and make everything, you know, boss the lights around and all the kind of stuff that we needed to do. And eventually um, uh, Costco started having them on sale and it was like we were collecting them. And then Mr. Kelly would come home from Costco and be like, I bought this and this and this and this and a HomePod mini and this and this <laughs> <laughs> like every Costco trip had one until we had like a bunch around the house. And then at one point, um, cause I said like, what are you going to do with that one? And he was like, I don't know. And I went, do you think we need a stereo pair for the bedroom TV or something? And he went, that's a thing. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. And he goes, well, mm-hmm. that's what it's doing now. <laughs> so now I have awesome sound in the bedroom and like different, like, I don't know how it sort of ended up happening, but then like, the next thing I knew we were able to take all the um, echo devices out and now everything's home pod. And it's just, and, yeah. and so far, like we haven't had Warren the experience that you've had with them. Like it's well more than, than 90% of the time. I would say um, I would, I would tell her, I can tell her to do something and she'll do it. Sometimes she'll say she did it, but it didn't actually happen. Right. Um, but that's really rare. So yeah. I don't know if it's a like a blip in connectivity or whatever. No. But it, it's it a voice enough. assistant. It happens enough. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. But happy birthday, Siri. Ten ten years old. <laughs> um, then the last story was uh, Apple wants CarPlay to be able to control your car. Is core its core or core car functions. Uh, this is a link through from uh, MacTech to Bloomberg. Uh, Apple wants to expand CarPlay's functionality to include controls to, for core car functions like air conditioning system, radio, speedometer, seats, and more. According to Bloomberg, uh, CarPlay provides a simplified way to, of course, use your iPhone interface, and and I absolutely love it. It does it works really well. Um, it's it was part of a project code named Ironheart, and then it's in its early stages. But uh, of course, Apple's going to have to work with car makers in order for them to take you know take advantage of this CarPlay's functionality. Of course, a lot of car manufacturers. I have uh, uh, Fiat Chrysler, Dodge, that has UConnect, um, and I would welcome this with open arms because UConnect is horrible. <laughs> um, and. And having the fact that it's it's fully integrating all of the car's functions would be awesome because now you have to go CarPlay and then move over back to UConnect uh, to get access to functions here. So I think this is, this was a great uh, great great news to hear and see see where it goes. Obviously, this is this is a rumor and discussion right now, and uh, sure. I don't don't know where it's going to go. But uh, I'm hoping that something will happen of it in the future. What do you think, Warren? Makes sense. No, it, it makes complete sense to be able to do that. If only um, Tesla would do it. <laughs> well, Tesla does it. I mean, right right now the infotainment system controls everything from everything. In fact, there's no buttons. The only <laughs> there's no controls other than the the, the infotainment screen. screen. So, I like to open up my doors. The doors have a button. That's one thing I have a button. But uh, most of the stuff you have to use a screen. Um, Bless you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's all right. Was that uh, was that live or was that a, okay. no? That was wife. My wife. Okay. <laughs> no, mind. Um. Anyway, so the um, you know, we were just kind of like ragging on Siri a little bit. So you know, you know, you know, hey, as you know, turn on the air conditioner if it works. Right. That'd be great. You know, because mm-hmm. again, yeah. with the Tesla, I could do that. With Tesla, I could push. I could actually push the. 
the button and say, you know, set temperature to 77 degrees and we'll do it. And that's great. Do it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's go over into the topics this week. Uh, I made this a topic uh, this week only because it is very important. Uh, Apple released iOS 15.0.1 with the Apple Watch Unlock fix on the iPhone 13 and more. One week after uh, iOS 13, I mean, I'm sorry, iPhone 13 and iOS 15 came out, there was a bug fix update. What a surprise. Um, and it was rolled out to both the iPhone and the iPad. And with the unlock with the uh, Apple Watch uh, feature, which was really annoying me of the fact that you, 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 I couldn't unlock when I'm, I'm unfortunately having to wear a mask. Um, so it was very, very annoying for that first week. Um, so they they did add to this as well as some some touchscreen responsive uh, issues that they were reporting. Um, but, but it is unclear if that 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 actually fixes it as well. And uh, uh, go ahead, get it out, go go get it, um, which leads into uh, the fact that uh, iOS 15.1 is in beta, and we're at beta 3 at this point. Uh, uh, Warren, did you already brave it, and is it on your, on your iPhone 13 Pro Max you just got? Yeah, yeah, I'm all, I'm all in now, so. Okay. Um, <laughs> I knew yeah, you were, that's why I said to make sure. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't played with this, the Pro, I, I, I haven't played with this ProRes thing, I'm not even sure what it is, so I'll do that at some point, and then, yeah, I think last week it was either on this show or Chuck's show, I, I, I said, I hope Apple pushes out the fix for the mask sooner rather than later, um, and they did, which is a good thing, so they, they did push it out quickly. Yeah, which is always a good thing. Um, other than that, the, the beta's on. Um, I have it on the uh, the phone. I had it on the iPad, but you know, of course, I'm selling the iPad, so I just downgraded it back to. Uh, yeah, better better uh, to downgrade it, so you don't want to be sending something in beta. <laughs> no, not to not to a not to a uh, general uh, non techie human. Uh, definitely not. So um, yeah, I haven't noticed much. I did not do the watch. You're okay. proud of me. I am uh, proud of you. Because there's a 50-50 shot of me getting a new one tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. So, and we'll talk uh, about that in a bit. If I, if I put the bid on that one, that could be a problem. Yes, it could, because you can't go back. Um, it's, a, uh, it's like a tattoo. A couple, so a couple of the features that were added, that, that, were added uh, to, uh, that is in iOS 15.1 and Beta 3 uh, did add support for ProRes video capture uh, which uh, with the standard iPhone uh, camera app. And that can be toggled uh, by going to the settings app, selecting the camera section, and from there you can tap formats and toggle, toggle Apple ProRes. Um, of course, you know that the ProRes is limited uh, uh, to 30, 30 frames per second at 1080p on devices with only 128 gigs of storage, but higher capacities can record in 4K. And uh, they're saying an, an, that a one-minute 10-bit HDR ProRes video can take up to 1.7 gigabytes in HD mode, which is crazy. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, uh, yes, 10-bit. Excuse me. Uh, and then in uh, macro shots, the, the iPhone 13 Pro models, which is an awesome feature, I've been taking, playing around with that. Um, it. It swaps over to the ultra-wide lens when the iPhone cameras gets close to the object, but some people don't like that because it can be difficult to get a shot when the camera's consistently swapping back and forth because that's what happens. When you go real close, it swaps, and uh, they added the feature where you can turn on or off the auto macro feature because uh, they didn't have that. Oh, nice. Yeah, they didn't have that before, so that, that's, that's, a good, that's a good feature uh, that's yeah. in there. Um, and 
so far, those are only two things that stood out uh, where we're at. Uh, I think share play is 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 also enabled, in th- which isn't mentioned uh, in fifteen point one because that was that was held back uh, when fifteen zero came yeah. out. So we'll be it'll be interesting to see where all that goes um, when it comes to that. So. And like Warren said, Watch OS 8.1 is out to developers. No, no, no big changes. Same thing with TVOS. So uh, there's never anything really super exciting with those with those dot uh, one releases with those two devices in most cases. So, uh, but it'll, we're anticipating. I would think that this update's going to probably get released within the next week or two. I would, I would, I would say they're beta three already. So uh, we'll see what happens. Well, don't you say, Warren? You'll be ready for the next beta. <laughs> um no i'm 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 ready for you know production uh releases at this point i mean really you know usually when i when i start to <laughs> i do this every year when the, when the new devices drop and the new ipads drop and the new iphones drop and including the new mac drops i, I say t- i tell myself for two days that i'm going to stay on production i'm not going to do debates anymore for mm-hmm. a while and, and then i break down but um you know there, there is a time where I like to be, you know, kind of normal for a bit. Okay. Well, that is unusual to you for be normal. Well, so we'll, we'll, we'll take your word for it. Yes. No, it <laughs> um, speaking of normal, you, you, you are, of course, and we, I'm so glad you're feeling much better uh, after not being alone under weather and we're not able to get your iPhone on, on release day on the, that last Friday. Uh, but you did get your iPhone 13 Pro Max finally. And uh, how many? How, you've only had it for a few days, right? So we wanted to find out some of your first impressions of of, of the of the iPhone 13 Pro Max. And which and which uh, which size did you get? I got the uh, I got in space gray, I believe, with a 256, like I usually do. Yeah, that's plenty. Um, I got the Pro Max. Um, transfer went over well enough. Um, you know, it's you know, it's. Better, better than my 12 Max Pro. Um, the thing that I like the most so far definitely is the um, is the close-up pictures because I constantly found myself, yep. not even just for like you know photography reasons, but just for like you know, you know seeing things closer or you know some things that are really small that I need to see. Um, with with my 12 Pro Max, it was a, a game of you know lifting it up and down and up and down until I got the. Uh, until it came into focus, uh, even though uh, Jeff said there's some tricks on that, but this is automatic. I could just put it right next to something, right? You know, put it like a millimeter away, and know it will take the great picture. Two centimeters. So, uh, two centimeters. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, the first day, I made a little video of my two dogs, and I tried the uh, the video with the face oh, uh, cinematic uh, mode. Yeah, and it kind of worked. Um, I, I should post that one day, but it's kind of cute. I have a video um, of me and, and Guy and me looking back at him. So, yeah, and, the, and that will be the only times we ever do that again. So, I mean, Probably. that's cute, but you know, it's fine. Um, the screen is good. Um, yeah. Battery life. My wife got the 13 yesterday, just regular 13, and she's like, and then she's already said how much better the battery has well, been. Of course. Um, so. Uh, but she had a 10, 10 S, so that's going a couple. Yeah, of it's going to be dramatically better. At that oh yeah, yeah for, So you know, I was telling Dave before he came, Kelly, is my wife was uh, reluctant to upgrade for all these years because she was afraid that she can't get the same case that she had for her, uh, her phone. So <laughs> the case is important because uh, of pop sockets. It, it it kills me inside, Ashley. It, I die a little bit when she <laughs> says that. So. Well, the pop socket stuff is great, and they make them for MagSafe now and stuff, and. Mm-hmm. 
Well, like, there is. There's a know, whole thing now. Like, I gotta um, try. Yeah, there is a mag. There's a pop socket mag safe. Uh, uh, a mag safe that's supposedly sticking on there. But right. I'm curious to see how well that holds. Because if you, you mean those pop sockets are really meant to be, you know. Yeah. Well, it's firmly attached, but I think it uses like something in the the case. It the pop socket like just passes the magnetic through. So that, like if you put it on a ma- and then it's got a MagSafe charger that you can use that like works with. It. I don't know quite how they've managed to do it, but it yeah. looks super cool. I looked into it. The one the one she has is an uh, OtterBox Commuter series with a pop socket that kind of recesses back into the case. Um, yeah, I don't. So I gotta find that one again and. It's not the yeah. easiest thing to find, but anyways, um, yeah. So we're 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 upgraded. Uh, my son's a bit jealous because uh, <laughs> he's got a twelve still. But um, T-Mobile, uh, T-Mobile, really, if the deal goes through, like the way they were saying, and I heard you talking to uh, Bob about this, Kelly. Uh, yeah, probably, that was, that was uh, today. Um, yeah. So I mean, and and he talked about last week too about you know going through, but. If the deal is what they say it is, then it, essentially both my phone and her phone will be free after the 24 months of credits. And, um, you know, uh, she'll be fine. I'm going to see how it goes after a year when the, the 14 comes out. And I want that. I think I'll be able just to pay off the remainder balance or, or whatever it is. And they'll just kind of start from there. So, yep. um, yeah. No, there Usually was a, that's hey, how those agreements tend to go. So. Yeah, well, my son had this. So my son did one of the same things, and then he went up to Ireland. Uh, and I, I forgot that his phone was kind of being not financed, but we had the deal, so they weren't going to yeah. unlock it unless mm-hmm. I paid it off, and I had to pay it off. But it was, it was easy. I just, I mean, I, we didn't really lose money off the deal, and we just paid off right. whatever we owed. And so, yeah, I mean, if it works the way they said, well, well it's, it's a good deal. Yeah. Good. And then um, the you you said that you are you you just sold your uh, iPad uh, M1 uh, the the 11 inch I think you had right uh, 12.9 that's right the 12.9 you sold um, and then you've decided that you're, well you decide you're thinking about going with the iPad Mini uh, the sixth gen no, no, it's, it's 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 on order oh you ordered it okay okay so. so so I ordered the mini. Uh, I'm way behind the times. What's going on? Yeah. Well, don't, you so can't, don't, don't phone, even think if you can ever keep up with Warren. <laughs> so when I, when I went to pick up my phone, um, I had also ordered the mini because I've been waiting for something like that, the iPad mini for a while. Okay. And I got there and uh, I looked at the display unit and I'm like, this is gorgeous. I, I love this thing. I have to have it. And then I thought, well, I have these 12.9 inch iPad Pro, which is really nice. Big. Do I really need both? And then I like I, I'm like no I'm not going to do it. So I told I told the first guy who helped me I'm like I'm not going to do it. And then he's like well you know you got 14 days. I'm like oh, you're an asshole. Um, <laughs> so, so, so I told him I'm fine I'll do it. And then for some reason somebody else helped me who got the phone. And I'm like I'm I'm going to make a big boy decision. I'm not going to buy it a mini because I have an iPad Pro and I barely use that thing. I'm not going to use the other one either. So and I got this you know Max which is almost the size of a mini anyway. So I got home and started thinking about it. And and the more you, know, you thought about it, the more I thought about it, I'm like you know the better it sounded. The better it sounded. And I don't like I don't need two iPads and I don't need this Pro. So. Um, I, I, I just, um, uh, wiped it and I'm going to send it to, uh, somebody I kind of know, uh, he, he paid me already. Uh, I, Best Buy has the iPad mini, um, they have, uh, excellent certified. So I saved 
forty dollars there, and then oh. I also have fifty dollars in reward credits. So there you go. So hey. I'm getting the two fifty six gigs for for five something. So you know, um, I'm gonna do that. Um, but you don't you have know, it yet. I, I don't have it yet, and I'm gonna ship this one out, so I'll be iPadless for a bit. But you know, I have I have my iPad Air. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, and if you're not Air. using this one now, it's not gonna be like it's no great loss to be without something that you're not really using yeah, in the first exactly. place. So. And with the, with the M1 MacBook Air, I mean, I, you could run, I mean, you could run yeah. uh, iPad apps on there if right. you really want to. You really need to, yeah. If you really need to, which you really don't. But, uh, you know, my, my initial thought was I got the, the Pro, uh, the iPad Pro before iOS 15 was even announced. And, you know, I'm like, okay, this year they're going to be really overhauling iOS, uh, iPad OS be a little bit more you know capable is yeah. the word i like i say capable and then, you know then I, I, you know then we all say like what can't to do what what is it not doing that i want to do and like my brain like has to think about it but yeah i kind of want it to be more more of a computer than it would have been and the best they gave us was universal access and that never or universal control and that never really even uh, we can't see it yet because it hasn't been released in any of the Well, uh, and it only works if you have an M, if, if they're both M1 devices. Like, yeah, which I other, do. Yeah, so yeah. My, my, my plan was basically to use the iPad as a glorified sidecar, you know, yeah. thing. So it seems silly for a $1,200 iPad to use as that. So, you know, it's like, I'll be fine. So I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to, uh, you know, get the mini. I already had a purchase a, a cheap Amazon case for it um, uh, because I bought it and then returned it. So I'm like, do I return the, the Amazon case or the uh, case for it? I'm like, oh, let's hold on just to see. So um, I'll get something a little bit more. Uh, what I'm hoping for is um, uh, a keyboard thing for it. I haven't seen one for the mini yet, like a, a little keyboard uh, case for it. So, so uh, I think you, if the ahead. keyboard was only the width of the iPad, of the or I guess the height like of the you know the long side of the iPad Mini that wouldn't be a very comfortable case to type on. They have them. They had them for no. the one, two, three, four, and five. I'm sure they're gonna have one for the six. I mean, they're not. Yes, it's not. Still like right now, I have. <laughs> I have one of those Logitech keys to go things. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's sort of like that. But I think there's one that kind kind of makes like a little case for it. So um, yeah, for a keyboard. So yeah, I mean it's a. You know, if it didn't pull the trigger today, I would never have done it. And, you know, it, it, the, the real reason, too, is, uh, you know, I'm trying to scrounge together money because, you know, that MacBook is coming. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's it's coming next week, I think. Uh, a week or two, we're going to get some kind of rumors. Rumors. Um, so um, with with the iPad, so really what, what it comes down to is you like the size, you like the, the, the screen. Um, um, which color mean, are you going to go with space gray? I went with the, uh, the sandstone one or whatever it was. Oh, the um, starlight. The starlight. Yeah. Um, not the pink one and not the right. Pink or purple. It wasn't and, pink or purple. Was yeah. One. And you got two fifty six. just, just, just the Wi-Fi model, right? Yeah. Two fifty six Wi-Fi. Um, like we were saying uh, before we started, I got the uh, I, I switched my plan to the Magenta Max Plus or what was it? The, the Magenta Max, Max with uh, T-Mobile, yep. With T-Mobile to get the the good trade-in deal, but I also get I think it was like forty gig uh, hotspot data, right? On that too. 
So I've never got cell data on my iPad for that reason because I could just hot yeah. it to my phone. I don't either. So, um, yeah. So it sounds like the really the size is really what attracted you to deciding to go with this. I've been. I mean, I've had. Uh, yeah, I've had the mini one through five, and I, you know, I, I loved them all. And you know, um, you, you, you know, we all have this grand vision of like I'm gonna be on planes all the time and i'm gonna <laughs> use this on a plane and watch my movie i mean that that's my my plan is to eventually get onto a plane so i could watch, the, yeah, watch and, it and, and someone's seat doesn't go back and push your ipad into your into your uh into, into you did you have a yeah. you had yeah. a 10 inch right or was what was it that happened yeah well, i i was dumb and put it into the, the seat pocket with the, my case that was it was holding on to and the guy walked right past it and it fell to the floor and shattered okay. <gasps> So with an yeah. iPad Mini, that might not happen because it's right because uh, it's small. But it's it's. I mean, have you seen the uh, Mini in person yet? Not yet. So definitely have to go to the Apple Store. I'm actually going uh, on Saturday uh, because uh, family member who bought the iPhone 12 Pro Max uh, shattered uh, the uh, the glass around the back of the uh, lenses of the camera, and I, oh I, I she just got it. What? since i got it since i just bought the 13 so uh yeah so it's that glass frame around the around the uh the lenses of the camera got that got shattered so oh, yeah so i'm hoping yeah, everything's geez. hoping that it's covered i mean it doesn't make any sense how that could how that could easily been just yeah. chipped chipped like that so so i'll definitely be looking at it um kelly did you said i mean oh, go ahead. sorry no it basically looks like uh it looks like the Pro but smaller. Um, yeah. It looks like the the new era but smaller. So, I, but yep. it's and it's faster because it's got the A15. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you said you had uh, something you wanted to bring up on as far as the iPad Mini. Well, I mean, I too have coveted the Mini for some time, and part of it was um, in the olden days. Uh, it was for travel because I normally have like a. I don't have like the 12.9 pro, mm-hmm. but I always had like the 10, 11 inch neighborhood. And, uh, and I, I like it, but I wanted, I have always sort of wanted something that was a little more portable. And now with the job that I have, uh, I will regularly at some point in the future, um, be traveling cross country and needing to spend time on the East coast. And when I do that, it, I will have significant amounts of time on airplanes and things and going places. And I thought it would be super great to have, especially the new mini with the square sides and, and um, the capacity and the speed to be able to take something like that and have that be sort of my travel device. Cause my go-to I've actually not just been using like the same model of keyboard since the iPad was originally released. I've been using, the same keyboard since the iPad was released. And it's the um, the old Apple wireless keyboard with the little barrel on the back. Mm-hmm. That's just the little wire, the plain old wireless keyboard. Um, I have one of those and with I spent about, yeah, I spent like 12 or $13 on Amazon and bought a case for that. Mm-hmm. And it, that covers up the, the keys. And then you, when you fold the case, when you take the case off, you can fold it back and then whatever you want to type on, can prop up against the back of the, the case. And I really like, it looks like David's grabbing one right now. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of like that. Um, so like I've been using that same keyboard forever and I love it because it's basically bulletproof. Um, yeah, mine just, mine works like that, but the, the flap has angles on each side. So when oh, you fold it back, that's good. 
uh, like each side sort of folds back and then props up whatever it is. So I've put a 12.9 inch. It wasn't mine, but I put a 12.9 inch iPad there to hold it up just to see what would happen. And it totally worked. Um, so I've used that case forever. And I was like, I'll just use the same keyboard so that I get like a solid, normal touch saving experience. And I'll just use that and it'll be fine. Um, and but like Warren, I went, well, this year's going to be the year of iPad because they put an M1 in this bad boy. So obviously, yep. like I need to support the it should, you know, you've put this desktop class processor in it. Obviously, now that you're giving me desktop class hardware, you're going to give me desktop class software. And boy, howdy, did I make a mistake. Now, I love my iPad. Don't get me wrong. I adore yeah. it. I use it for a significant amount of time every single day now. But I was like, mm, that many for traveling, like now that I actually have a reason to, and I'm going to be traveling regularly, but I still don't have that reason officially yet. And I'm not going to for a while. So um, I kind of talked myself out of it, but I've had a hard time finding a case for my pro that I really like. So I wanted mm -hmm. to ask both of you um, about the case that you have for your iPad Pro or like um, Warren, what you end up getting for real for your mini, um, like if they make that in a larger size. Because I've had a couple that um, well, so I, is, that I got and did not enjoy. So what I have is this. I um, for my last iPad Pro, I had the Magic Keyboard and I liked it, but it was just mm -hmm. crazy heavy and I hated it. This is a Logitech one that Apple sells. Um, okay. Apple Pro, and I did like it better than the uh, the Magic Keyboard. Uh, if you're looking for kind of like a keyboard thing, uh, it's yeah. a Combo Touch um, from Logitech. Um, it's it's nicer because it's um, a little bit uh, lighter and yeah, and it's more. It's a lot like a Surface, uh, a Microsoft Surface keyboard. Oh, okay. It's very flat, so yeah, you know, it had that. Um, but you know, it's still heavy. And, yeah. You know, you know, then that's when I got to the point where, you know, if I'm gonna carry around a 12.9 inch iPad with a heavy keyboard, then why don't I just <laughs> Bring my MacBook Air at that point, you've got a laptop on your hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, as far as the mini, uh, now that I made this decision, I'm going to be on the hunt. So I'll let you know if I find anything good on that. Well, I can make general like brand name recommendations and things like that. Like here's here's ones I know are solid. Here's things that are that are good. I don't generally care if there's a keyboard on mine or not. Um, I, I just want something this, that'll hold it up solidly. The Zugu. That's what this one is with the pencil holder. Okay. Which is really nice. Yeah. That's it's got the. Is it a know. lot of case though? No, it's not. It's it's, it's nice. It's oh, okay. it, it uh, this flips back, uh, and you got the stand back here. That'll, that'll, uh, okay. So, so and you got different tiers, so you can. Uh, I, I just couldn't resist not having this case like that, so you can tear it up to whichever you yeah. like. Yeah. Um, there, there's okay. the, that's how the sand looks. So, and then yeah. I, I like the fact that it's got the pencil. That's it. There's elastic here that the pencil holds. But then at the very top here, it does charge it right here too. So, that's nice. And that's yeah. for the Pro 11 inch Pro. That yes, there? that's the one I got. Yeah, this is made by uh, the Zugu Z U G U case. I've, I've recommended this yeah. case before. So, I got something off Amazon. Um, it would, if you go to Slick Deals and uh, Deal yeah. News and all that. You'll get all the, uh, you know, specials on that. And I found one. Uh, yeah. I'll post it. I haven't tried it yet, but it was that and the screen protector for like nine bucks, and it looks good. So there you go. Um, 
Yeah. I'll get something, you know, I always do because like when the new devices come out, I get whatever's available. And then as time goes on, I'll get something a little bit. Yeah. Then go get the real case. Yeah. See, yeah. I've got like the temp case on mine yeah. that I've had since this spring when I got my iPad. But um, mm-hmm. I haven't uh, like I've been sort of watching for there to be something that would make me go. Oh, yeah, that that case, that case is yep. the case I need. And I can't find it. So, so yeah, for an, for an iPad, it's it's. You're either looking at the like a like the the folio, not the folio, but the flap, which is like mm-hmm. nothing, or something like the the magic keyboard, which is like you know a brick. So I mean, you could get anywhere in between. So it really depends what you know if you want something like just basic protection and you don't want it to be lighter than than heavier, mm-hmm. or if you want something with more protection or more features and then it becomes brick. So yep, yeah. it depends on where you're going to bring it. All right. I want to, two more. I got some tips I want to get to here before we wrap up, and uh, um, we'll talk briefly here about the Apple Watch. Or you said you are going to pre-order uh, the Series Seven, which is being pre which is going to be available as we record this on Friday, October eighth. Um, they're still kind of not uh, providing a lot of information, other than the fact that it's going to be able to be pre-ordered at uh, five a.m. Pacific time. Uh, yeah. tomorrow as we record this and it'll be available in stores the following week on the October 15th um, so you still don't even know how much they're going to take for your trade-in so that's why it's, that's how how the, yeah so it'll be interesting to see where that goes uh, so, so what, I what, wasn't going to do it but they have the green watch and I, I have the green I love the four screen so I got the four screen uh, leather case for the 13 max and I got the, uh, <laughs> the nice uh, the, yeah the, a lot of good colors um I, it, you know, I got to do it because that's my, the year of me. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm sticking sticking with my Series 6. I had the Series 4. So I, have, I I didn't get the Series 5. Now Series 6 is what I've got and happy with it. I just don't see any need to, to upgrade this time. But, uh, you know, who knows? I might fall forward, but I don't, mm. I don't think so. I, I, I was I was resistant on an Apple Watch, so I, I did wait. I did skip a generation. So, and Kelly, I'm sure you're the same way. You're, you're happy with what you have, right? Well, I have a four, and uh, but I wear it all the time. It's perfectly good I, watch. I love it. The battery's great. It's super responsive. Yeah. Um, like everything. Like I don't have any complaints about it. Like everything about it is solid. I don't have anything that's like wrong with it or something that I don't like. But because I wear it to bed, which is the thing I cannot recommend to people highly enough, because mm-hmm. I wear it to most of the reason I wear it to bed. Oh, well, most of the reason I continue to wear it to bed is because the alarm being the tap on your wrist is mm-hmm. just. A, an orders of magnitude nicer way to wake up every morning. Yep. And when your alarm goes off at 5.30 in the morning, it makes it even nicer. Like anything you can do to make that experience a tiny bit better is a great thing. So because I wear it overnight, I really want to, um, the, the fast charging in the new one is a thing that has a lot of appeal to me because I wear it overnight. So I have to find other times during the day when I'm able to get it charged. And so being able to have those times be more efficient and maybe not have to find so many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not because my battery life is crap or anything like that. It's just because like leaving it on the charger for an hour, you know, or whatever, like then, you know, that makes it hard to close rings and stuff later. And so sometimes that's difficult, but um, that's why like the fast charging seems like a thing that, that I would like very much. Um, so I think probably what will happen is I will end up 
uh, super excited with series nine or whatever yeah. it is. I'll probably, you know, the next I'll, one. I'll be the same <laughs> way the next one. Uh, and, 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 and which will be fine. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. and we'll just stick yeah. with that. It, it's fine. But, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, 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 uh, we'll wait to hear, uh, Warren's report when he gets his and see, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a 50, 50 shot. I'm going to say, screw it. No, All right. Well, I guess we'll find out. We'll find out next week, right? Yep. <laughs> All right. But um, I've got four tips. I wanted to start doing some tips here for iOS 15 because there's so many things that are out there you can do with uh, iOS 15. It's that's new. So let me uh, get through uh, these uh, w- with you guys and uh, to give you some tips of some of the new f- some of the new features that were added to iOS 15. Um, the first one is the custom text size. You now can do this per app. You could not do this before. Um, to to put the the text size uh, uh, setting, you actually can add that to the control center. If anybody isn't familiar with that, how to do that, you go into the control center, go under settings, and then go under control center, and then you add text size. Now. Normally, you would have gone into this text size uh, uh, button and you just slide the bar up or down, making the text size larger or smaller, and that would just affect it globally. Everything on the on the iPhone would be that size. But now, what you can do is you can add specific apps to the, the to individually to or all the apps um, and make the the text size. Uh, bigger or smaller for just that. So I tried it. I tried it just to like to say the notes app. I went and zoomed it up to 125 or 135. That looked cool. And it was big, but then I went back to the message app and it wasn't as big. So, but you can actually go in as you select each app, go into the control center, select the text size, and then you can select that app to be a specific size. I thought that was this pretty is cool. That is, it's I, huge. I, I think it's no idea. Yeah. This, isn't this cool? I mean, so, so yeah, you just go my in there. Eyes, and, my eyes are thanking you. Yeah. So, so <laughs> not, so you, if you don't want it, it to be global, I mean, there might be some apps you prefer it to be smaller. Now you have the choice of which apps I can and cannot uh, have uh, the, the smaller or bigger text size. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So check that out. Uh, the next tip was uh, in Safari. Safari has, of course, the tab groupings, which is a, is a cool new feature that they've added. Uh, in Safari, you can actually paste in notes and other and other documents a, a group of tabs, which which would bring actually the URLs and be able to send it to people. Um, so what you can do is you open up the tabs group in in, um, in Safari, and then you tap the top left, which is edit. You tap the ellipse next to the group that you want to send a copy of and then select copy. Then you paste it in any email document or wherever you want to send this to. So once, and once you do this, I've, uh, it'll paste it like it's like I've done it in notes. This come in handy for me when I'm take, taking notes. Maybe I'm on my iPhone while I'm taking notes for, for the show. And now I can actually have all these tabs that I've opened and looked at and have all those links ready to go in my notes and be able to go right back to them. And then, and that tab group, of course, stays there and you can customize that tab group as well. So I thought this is a very cool feature that they've added in Safari. Um, I'm still I'm still stuck in that first one. I don't need the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy I got that iPad well, Mini now because I was worried so, yeah. about Now I can see everything. This yeah. is- so, Warren, do you already have Magnify in your control center? Uh, yeah, I do. Because okay. uh, that's that's I use all the time. Yeah. 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 I set my mom up with that and blew her mind. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, like, look at all the stuff that you can put right here. Yeah. And then... So yeah, anything you can do to control to to make control center a thing that actually is helpful. Again, spend a couple minutes, edit, make it a thing that works for you, and like everything is just more convenient and nicer and better, and you will be happier. 
Absolutely. Combine magnify with the um, the, the picture uh, to text. Um, it was uh, you could select the uh, text in a, in a picture now, which is live text. Perfect for the little thing. You know, the uh, yeah, you the live text somebody, stuff is great. It's yeah. awesome. Give somebody a number and like it's like printed on something. <laughs> it's it's cake. It's and- I used it for. I thought you had. I thought it had to be the camera. This was the thing about it that blew my mind. Was um, it doesn't have to be the camera. No. So I asked somebody. Um, I was asking somebody for a list and it was a list that I didn't realize they'd written on paper. And mm-hmm. so they took a picture of the list, the, the handwritten list on paper and sent me that picture. Mm-hmm. And then I went to send that picture. Like I was like, okay, let me like, it was a list of names. So I'm like, okay, let me just copy down those seven names. And wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Will this work? And then, and it gave me the little brackets the, the and I went, and copied and copied and pasted them yeah it's phenomenal it it was a lit so it but it was a a, from a photo that was texted that was a not a picture i took b showed up in messages c came from an android phone yeah and so like every one of those things made me go well this isn't gonna work this isn't gonna work this isn't gonna work and then it totally worked so it was funny because I needed to give the list to Mr. Kelly, but then when I realized this was going to work, I was like, this is a thing that's new in iOS 15 and you need to know about it. So I'm going to show you this. There you go. So here, watch. And then like I did it and then opened up and he's like, you're just texting that to me. And I'm like, I know, but I just wanted you to see this is a prime example of why it's a good idea. So here you go. <laughs> this is how it works. And then texted him. And he's like, but now I've already seen it and I don't need it anymore. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I literally convinced <laughs> More Let me just than, show you the thing. I've convinced more than five people to update to iOS 15 just for that. Just for these reasons. The live text, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. The, uh, speaking of magnifier, you guys were just talking about magnifier. There is, uh, in iOS 13, uh, uh, in iOS 14, they, they, they removed this feature, which I didn't understand at all. What this is is the text selection magnifier. It was removed in iOS 14, but now it's back in iOS 15. Yay! What you can do is tap anywhere the text appears in an email, a message, a note, anything. And that's the, normally the way you do that is the, the reason you do that is so you can move your cursor over it and reposition it to where maybe you want to change or make an edit or something. But now what's going to happen is when you tap and, and, and um, go into that section, it's actually going to have a magnifier that pops up. So you actually can see not only the, the, the cursor that moves where you are in each word, it also magnifies the word that you're looking for and you might want to see it closer. Wow. So you've got that now makes much easier because I always had trouble. I mean, I, you know, granted, I like that. I like that uh, the touchpad keyboard when you tap the keyboard. We know that 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 tip is where you tap the keyboard. It becomes a, a touchpad. Then you move around. Well, you don't have to do that anymore now because if this has this magnifier, you just tap it within the, the body of the text. And now you can see the word and get to it just as easy to go in that way as opposed to using the the uh, the touchpad feature in the keyboard. So. Very cool. And then the last feature I want to talk about is as another awesome thing they really added to the iPhone, um, uh, the iOS 15 is the fact now that if your iPhone gets turned off, you now are still going to be able to find it through Find My because it's it's Ooh. off. So in the settings app, if you tap your Apple ID banner at the top and then select Find My, you go in there, you have to make sure that the switches next to Find My iPhone and Find My Network are turned on. And this way that you'll be able to find your iPhone find, in the Find My app in the Devices tab, even though your iPhone is either run out of battery or it's turned off because it's still transmitting, uh, it's still transmitting that data. So 
it should be turned on and it isn't going to cause any problems for you at all uh, as far as finding that goes. Um, and this is an awesome feature because that's always the frustration. If you lose your iPhone, uh, I've, I've talked about that plenty of times, family members losing their phone. Luckily, they were able to find it because it was still on. But what if it was yeah. off? Now you don't have to worry about it anymore. So so four great tips that, that, that we I pulled out, uh, out on the internet here and found and, 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 and been playing around with on iOS 15. There'll be plenty more coming in future shows shows uh but uh, i think uh all of us have learned something new here today with the, some of the uh the new new nifty things that are being added to ios 15 that have been added to ios 15 all right well with that i think we did a lot of a lot of stuff this week and it was a great show let's uh go ahead and wrap things up for this week and that is a wrap uh for this week please send your comments questions and suggestions to our email address feedback at in touch you can follow us on twitter at in touch ios we do usually live stream this sh- the, the show on thursday nights at 7 p.m central time 8 p.m eastern time 5 p.m pacific time on the our youtube channel which is youtube dot com slash dave g 65 we also can find and watch past streams and listen to all the episodes we record uh, you can also subscribe in your favorite podcatcher including apple podcasts and many others but uh, better yet go to our website in touch with ios.com where all the ways to all the uh, ways to listen to us are there i am dave ginsburg and you can find me on twitter at dave g 65 kelly thank you so much for being back on the show we always love having you tell us where everybody can find you uh you can find me five days a week hosting the mac observer daily observations podcast over at macobserver.com. uh we occasionally do some uh tips for uh features that we find in ios 15 as well um you can also uh find us over there on fridays where we do security friday and talk about ways that you can keep your data safe and private and uh, actionable tips. We always like to have a practical tip each week for something that you can do to make things a little more secure or a little more convenient, but also secure, which is another thing we like a lot. Um, You can find me over on my own podcast at the Incomparable Network called I Want My MCU TV, where we talk about the latest Disney uh, Disney Plus streaming program from Marvel. And um, I occasionally show up on other podcasts over at The Incomparable, like Football is Life, where we talk about Ted Lasso. And uh, the rest of the time, gosh, you can find me on uh, the After Show podcast with Mike Rose, and you can find me on Twitter as Verso. Thanks, Kelly. And uh, Warren, where can people find you? Back to the Future and other places. Um, yeah, Facebook, uh, Max and Future Group, if that's where you want to hang out, it's a fun place. We don't talk anything really other than uh, Apple stuff and technology in general. So it's, if that's what you like, that's what we talk about. Um, um, doing, um, I do the show here and there with, uh, with Chuck on Tuesday nights. Yep. Um, Mac Voice is live. Uh, yep, when we're there. And, um, and otherwise, uh, I'm here with you. So oh. thanks, Kelly. That's when yeah. this is when I say thanks, Kelly. It's always fun. Um, you know, it's <laughs> nice to see uh, somebody other than Jeff uh, in a box here and there. So <laughs> I don't have about every week. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I, I love Jeff. But, oh, you know, can't it's, not it's, love it's Jeff. Nice for yeah, yeah, we love you, Jeff. Yeah. Good to be there. All right. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. And I thank you for listening and, and watching. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, we'll talk to you again next time. <laughs>